Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming up on TMS, pimps wear funny hats. Johnson and Johnson and Johnson and Johnson and Johnson and Johnson. Loki runs villain. Loki runs villain town. <laughs> Literally, his head is red. The best little whorehouse in Vegas? Kitty get but you what what? <laughs> Alexander Dumbass. And the dude what played Jesus. A <laughs> big shout out to nobody. He wrote less miserables. Gerard Dubatu. <laughs> DFC down for crap. It tastes like youth. Recommendals Dubatu and more <laughs> on this episode of The Morning Stream. Don't you remember? Well you should. I'm already dead. You said it, remember? And by the way, my name is Rock now. What kind of stuff did you do at work? This is the morning stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Wednesday, May 12th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. How are you? Hey, man. I'm good. So, uh, hey, this thing at the top of the show that I played, uh, I want to get some some quick feedback from the chat. So, chat, uh, I'm going to play the last part of it here. Hold on. Let me see. Where is it? Here we go. And by the way, my name is Rock now. How many of you have heard of this this anime called uh, Black Lagoon? Is anyone familiar with this? Uh, Not familiar at all. Is, okay. it, uh, is it starring Brooke Shields? Because that... Uh... <laughs> yeah? Wait, where are you getting the Brooke Shields from? I gotta know. Where's this coming from? Again. Oh, blue. <laughs> How did I not put those How together? did you not? How did you not? Oh, it's embarrassing. Um, no, it's some weird uh, thing. Yeah, I saw it the other day on Hulu, and I thought, hey, this looks interesting. I'll watch it. It looks like action-packed anime, which I'm into. And uh, it's the only kind of anime I really like. I don't want a lot of talking. I want, like, robots sure. and guns and, you know. Sure. That's what I'm in for. And you and, just uh, watched uh, Akira the other day. so I, I did. I've been in the mood. You're on a kick. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. in a mood. Uh, although Akira made me want more big gelatinous flesh monsters, but um, haven't really found much more of that. But yeah, it's violent and, and ridiculous and over the top, and I don't really know what's going on in the story, but I was curious if anyone liked it. And uh, it's okay. It's all right. Huh. Write in if you have thoughts. The guy, name, the guy changed his name to Rock because now he's cool and he's working with this team of renegades. These mercenaries, and so his name is Rock now. It's pretty, pretty dumb. <laughs> it's pretty dumb. That is pretty dumb. Yeah. Uh, all right. Speaking of dumb, let's dive in. We got a whole show sure. of dumb. 
Uh, it's all dumb coming up here on the show, and uh, we're glad to be doing it for you. Uh, it's Recommendals Day, by the way. I'm very excited. Yeah, I've got two great Recommendals. Oh, good. I've got one, and it's uh, still. I'm not done yet, but I'd like it enough to recommend it early. So, oh, uh, interesting. We'll get okay. to that. Um, all right, let's start things off with a quick email. This is from Colder Snack. Hmm. Okay. All, All right. right. That's how I prefer some of my snacks is colder. I'm trying to think where that name might come from. Maybe he just likes colder snacks. I don't it know. sounds like a uh, like a Canadian uh, TV show. <laughs> <laughs> a Canadian animated TV show. Yeah. TV show, right? Like season three of Colder Snack. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Coming up on Canada Canada's Colder Snack. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, well, here it is. It says, hey, Bohemian, Bohemian and sports ball. <laughs> okay. That's a weird combo. That is. Um, if you both had a secret life and the other didn't know about it, uh, what would those secret lives be? You have to guess each other's secret life. <laughs> so I have to guess what your secret life would be. You yeah. have to guess what mine would be. Yep. And he then says, live and live free, whatever that means. Oh, to close like that. That's also Canada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. All right, so the idea, I guess, is if you had a if you had a um, secret life you were leading, and I and I right. didn't know what it was, what would I guess it would be? And the same for you, you'd have to guess mine. Yeah. Uh, uh, boy, this is this is actually harder than I thought. This is actually this is pretty hard. All right, here's mine. Okay. Uh, Scott Johnson in his secret life. Yeah. The life that none of us know anything about uh-huh. is secretly. A fiction writer, and he writes novels about uh, post-apocalyptic westerns that end with car chases. Oh, I want to be that guy. <laughs> I want to be that guy. Your, All right. And your pen name? Your pen name is? Mm-hmm. You gonna make it up? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna make it up. Your pen name, your secret life pen name is Morrison Yellowbottom. <laughs> Oh, do you get the new Yellow Bottom out, uh, book? I hear it's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the new post-apocalyptic Western book by uh, Morrison Yellowbottom. Would uh-huh. my book have to have, you know how authors put their big fat name up first and then a tiny title for the book? So it's like King yeah, and then right. Stephen King's book. But it's a <laughs> yes, Yellow Bottom and then... Yellow Bottom. Yeah, yes. that's how it would be. Uh-huh. All right. Well, Brian's secret uh, thing is... So yours is, yours is interesting. You are <laughs> a proper, like... In all the stereotype ways, you are a major proper pimp in my in my mind. <laughs> okay, and right. uh, and by that I just mean like the furs and the cane uh-huh. and the, the strutting big down hat, the street, the big fedora, all that stuff, just out of this world, decked out with that stuff. But here's the twist: you mm-hmm. secretly run a uh, brothel slash prostitution service out of Las Vegas sure. over part of Nevada maybe not right in Las Vegas but maybe it's the best little whorehouse in Vegas <laughs> it's a different place it's your own place okay. and uh the difference here is though you're really super modern about it all of the girls are there's there's zero human trafficking going on mm-hmm. all of the girls are uh high-end professionals who get to uh, basically write their own ticket. They get to basically pick everything. All that they're paying you for is a little bit off the top to have the space because you own the space. And there's no roughing each other up. Nobody beats anybody up. It's like this idealized version that probably I'm doesn't exist. I'm, I'm uh, Henry Winkler and uh, Winkler and Michael Keaton in Night Shift. <laughs> yeah. I'm that, I'm, I'm that with the with the pimp outfit from uh, Fuzzy Bear. Yes, you're the total Fuzzy Bear outfit. That's the that's the one nice. we're looking at. Nice. And uh, 
and you just kind of walk around going, <laughs> you know, like, hey, ladies, right. you're really living it up. That's but then right. you come here, instead you live funk, in Colorado all year. You know, yeah. it's uh, uh, instead of funk, it's like covers of funk. or uh, <laughs> Yeah, the cover song thing, TMS, all this other uh, stuff. It's all just a cover. It's all a cover. Oh, well, yeah, that explains why it's called Coverville, because yep. it's my cover. It's your cover. Yeah. I hope that answered your question, Colder Snack, if that is your real name. <laughs> Uh, and it also depends on the snack. All right, um, real quick here, for colder snack. Here's your secret life. Um, you at night when you no prefer one... <laughs> hot pockets. <laughs> that guy likes nothing but hot pockets, cold or right. hot burritos, microwave That's right. burritos. That's pizza, his secret life. He's... Yeah, pizza rolls because they'll melt your face off. Yeah. A hotter snack, exactly. That's perfect. Yeah, TVZ Gun says the pimp thing explains all the travel I did to newspapers yeah. that I used to do. Yes, exactly, because uh, Canton, the hotbed of uh, of prostitution yep. right there, Canton, oh, yeah, Ohio. Canton, Ohio. I wasn't visiting the repository. Mm-mm. You were given suppositories, if you know what I'm saying. That's right, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, that's great. That's a fun, we took a fun road. <laughs> And uh, I don't know why that came. That just sounds right to me. I don't know why. You need to be just that cool, decked out, mm-hmm. just a ridic- mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's because you wear the hats and the shirts and the funny stuff at like Nerdtaculars be, or whatever. Right? Pimps wear funny hats. Yeah. Pimp- <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not voting on a title that's the title that says Pimps Wear Funny Hats by the end of the show, we're doing Pimps it wrong. Wear funny hats. We got to get that in there. Whoever's uh, in charge, you there, whoever wants to get that one and get it in. All right? All right. Perfect. Excellent. Um, all right, we're going to play a game today. Uh, yeah. Oh, I like that the link is in here. This is very convenient. Yeah, I put that in there just for you because I saw you weren't in the game yet. Yeah, very convenient. I always forget the Wednesdays mostly. Mostly. That's what this. I've been trying to do lately. Although, here's the deal. I really need to get back to doing the What's Your Nerd games because I like doing those too. Yeah. They just take so much longer because, you know, I have a bunch of questions to write. Yeah, it's a bunch of work. It's yeah. a bunch of work. Yeah. yeah. It's not like we're just sitting around doing nothing. So uh, so anyway, we're going to play uh, Babel Royale. But to do that, we got to bring Dunaway in. Gosh dang it, all my links are wrong. There we go. Okay. So we got Dunaway. Let's pull him in. Okay. All right. And then, oh, we hit create group. Great. And then we play this song. Whoop. All right. That music means it's time for Babel Royale. Tadpooly Feud Edition, which uh, begins here shortly. Uh, to get things started off, though, we're going to welcome our good pal, Mr. Brian Dunaway, to the show. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Hello. Hi. How, are you? Hi. how are you guys doing oh. this? Uh, well, I don't know how the weather is there. <laughs> rainy here. It's actually better uh, today. Rainy up until today. Today, finally, we're on a, a kick of like 70-degree weather for a while. So This world is too small. Your weather should be like snowing, and then it should be like... A hundred degrees here. Well, well we similar. had snow yesterday. Yeah, Brian. So, okay. gonna say, no, I feel better now. We had, the world the is we had some of the mountains, but none of the valley. But I feel like Brian and I have the same weather pattern right now. It's like mm-hmm. warmer and sunnier today. It was rainy yesterday. Like we're just in the yeah. mountains, man. Uh, and, true. you know, as much as I complain about how weird the springs are in this part of the world, and they are weird. They just kind of can't decide what they want to be. It's going to get real hot soon enough. It's fine. I'll take whatever mm-hmm. we got. It's mm-hmm. fine. I'm not going to complain. Uh, you know what? No, I'd, I'd, I'd like it to be warmer sooner because I really need to get some practice rides in for the big, for the big ride. Oh, that's so, true. Uh, yeah, like you got a lot. month and a half away, and um, that's going to go quick too. 
you know it is gonna go quick yes because a lot of those weekends are are stuff right like i've got a trip coming up next weekend Mm -hmm. i've got um a family thing over father's day where we're gonna be out of town so yeah Yeah. it's nuts oh father's day yeah remember that i forget we get our own day we get our our own own day day. yeah if you have sired offspring you can enjoy that day (laughs) Uh, if you have knocked up a lady then you get to celebrate that day. Congratulations. Right. Yeah. I uh, never understood the term knocked up. We'll get to that later. We have a listener on the line who is going to be okay. participating today in uh, the Babel Royale fun. Let's find out who it is. Thanks for holding. Who's this? Hey, guys. It's Mike from Chicago. Mike from Chicago. Mikey BC14 in the, in the pool. Hey, man. Oh, uh, cool. Mikey BC14. Yep. He sound you sound howdy, howdy. you sound like a, a chill dude. You seem real chill today. I'm a total I'm a total chill dude. I had, I got my second shot this morning, so I'm just awaiting oh, the uh, yeah. the tiredness. Oh yeah, that'll happen. Uh, well, congratulations and well done. Uh, welcome to the uh, to the properly inoculated over here. Uh, we are we are happy to have you. We're going to have you as part of this good fun, but we can't do any of it until Brian kind of explains what's going on. So Brian, would you please explain? Yeah, it all hinges on me, doesn't it? All right, well, I've made you wait long enough. It's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It is Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Mikey BC14, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes a copy of Rover Mechanic Simulator. That sounds fun. Like you're like you're piloting a rover over Mars. Uh, oh, and a so copy it's not of a dog Europa. Okay. Well, it might be. I don't know. No, okay. Like you're working on dogs. Over. Look at yeah. that. It's Van. Hey, a, Van. We have a visitor who wants to say something. Hi. You want to say something to everybody? What do you have to say? Say hi. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent. That was awesome. That was some chat. That was I loved awesome. It. Holy shit. <laughs> that blew my mind. All right, I'll come see him soon. You guys were here all day? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Okay, they're all here all day. Uh, okay, sorry, Brian. Europa, Y-O-U-Ropa. Europa. And uh, those are your two Steam games, and you also get... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what he... I don't know what that was. He's never I done that before. So that was weird. All right, anyway. Great audio that. Yeah, yep. that was pretty good. Uh, all right, so if both of you looks like both of you are logged into the game, uh, I will give you your first or your your question. So put your hands on your buzzers all right. and get ready to answer this. We asked uh, 500 tadpoolers, top 10 answers on the board. We asked them, name your favorite Marvel Comics villain that didn't necessarily appear in movies. Crap. Um, uh, Scott. I thought I wouldn't get that because it seemed like it took a while. Um, it did take a while. I mean, they may have appeared in movies, but they don't oh, have to. Oh, son of a bitch. In- <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my language. Sorry about right. that. But that's why I was, I was trying to, that's where I was stopping and I'm like, but, 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 go ahead. So, okay. No, but yeah. now I'm confused with the way Brian said that. Let, are- me rephr- let me rephrase it again here. Okay. Name your favorite Marvel Comics villain. They don't have to have appeared in an MCU th- or in a, in a, in a film to oh, qualify. Oh, I so got you. you could okay. name some weird villain that hasn't yet made an appearance in any movies. Okay. That's all. That's perfect. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to just get the big ones out of the way. Let's say, uh, let's go with, uh, 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 Thanos. Thanos. Show me Thanos. He's inevitable. You know, number two, number two answer. One yeah, answer. He's number two. It. All right. Yeah. What do you got he's there? Number two. I, I was going to say Dr. Doom until you added that little twist at the end where it's like, 
didn't necessarily have to be in a movie. I'm like, I don't, he, he was in a movie. Go ahead. Well, if you were going to say him anyway. Yeah. Doom. Say Doom. All right. Dr. Doom has still uh, has not appeared well in any <laughs> Marvel film. Uh, yeah, he's been in, he's been in yeah, the movies. Just yeah. not oh, no, well. he has. Just yeah. not well. Yeah. Yes. Right. Poorly. Uh, show, me, show me Dr. Doom. All right. Sweet. Number four. Scott gets don't. to... Uh, to start here, Scott will be playing with Mikey BC14. With me and Mike. Um, all right, Mike, I have a feeling that Modoc's on there just because Brian's all into Modoc and this is the tadpole, so they probably said Modoc. So what? So if it, if totally it, totally like, good with that. Yeah, don't you think? I mean, like, I don't know. It feels like it's tadpole. They got it. Somebody said Modoc, so Brian Modoc. All right. Show me Modoc. Oh wow! Way down the list. Okay, it's still on there though. The list, yeah. Still on there. The I love how I love how you Where's think it? that Ibit has influenced. Like he phrased the question. No, no. What I mean way. is like there. He's asking Tadpoolers, and on this yeah, show, right. I swear, Modoc comes up almost as much as Mad Max Fury Road. He is a constant in our lives. I don't mean Brian like is nonstop about it. I just mean right. if we're if any villain in the Marvel <laughs> universe of, of any sort comes up on this show, it's Modoc. <laughs> <laughs> this Modoc, yes, that's true. Um, all right, uh, what's back to us? Uh, by the way, Modoc, uh, Claire asks, Modoc is an acronym? He totally is. He's a yes. mechanical organism designed only for killing. Oh, that's right. I think I, think I got that right. That's amazing. Um, people are also really excited about the, the show coming up in, uh, in about a week and a half. Yeah, so. that's going to be great. I love it. Very excited about that. Um, all oh. right, well, you guys, you and Mikey BC uh, continue on the board there. Sorry, chat. Got to put that up there. Okay. Uh, Mike, uh, what, anything? Uh, Magneto, maybe? What do you think of that? Yeah, like, yeah that was, he was on my mind. I was also thinking based on the trailer that dropped yesterday, maybe one one of those characters. Oh, right. Like that, but, right. We'll hold on to those. That's that a good point. That may have been Xavier yeah. in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Magneto has the... Uh, let's, do, yeah. Uh, let's do Magneto, because he can move the sure. metal around and whatnot. He's cool. Sure. Show me Magneto. Number three. Number three. Very good. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about that trailer. Let's not talk about it, but let's because we don't want to give Brian ideas. But uh, yeah, yeah, let's. So you're thinking Carnage, maybe? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Getting uh, getting the Spider-Man. All right. Let's let's say Carnage. Carnage. Let there be Carnage. Now this survey was done last month. I was about to say. Yeah. Oh well. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Show me Carnage. Ooh. Yeah, people still excited for Carnage. Yeah, Number eight on the list. You know what Ibbett's gotten really good at? That misdirect of, you yeah, sure yeah. you want this one? Are okay. you sure? Yeah. Moron. Yeah. That's He's right. gotten very good at that. Pride, uh, I pride myself on that. Yeah, that's pretty good. I ruined many a birthday for Tristan with that. Oh, oh well, the thing you want, oh, uh, it turned out to be really expensive. So we got it for you anyway. There you go. All right, so if we're back to uh, just trying to think of like from the film's Maybe, maybe, maybe Doc Ock. Oh, yeah, of course. Everyone loves him. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, please. All right, yeah, but only his. Yeah, only his. <laughs> uh, because he didn't have that crappy bowl haircut. Yeah. Show me Dr. Otto Octavius. Yeah, number five. I love all these right. guys, these characters whose names are just conveniently close to the thing they become with right. all the arms and stuff. Right. Annoys, annoys the crap out of me. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. And uh, we're missing number one. What, what are we? What are we forgetting? That's like no, I can't even imagine what is in that spot right now. Um. All right. So Thanos is our big bad there. Who else? 
Who else in the, uh, who's bigger than Thanos? Uh, uh, I don't know. We could say, uh, who's bad in Thor? Like Thor movies. Um, there's a few of them, but like mainly, okay. Last one was hell. Hell yeah. Or whatever her name is. Hell yeah. Uh, do you consider Loki? Oh, Loki. Loki's the bad. Totally. Absolutely. I mean, he's, he's an adorable one, but still he's in villain town. So yeah, we're going to say Loki. Villain Town. All right. <laughs> Show me Loki. Oh, now, number one. People dude. are excited. Yeah. If people are excited Beautiful. for Modoc. They're even more excited for Loki, as yeah. am I. Yeah, we got that show coming up, too. That's pretty yeah. soon, right? Like, And the ladies love Hiddleston. Like a week? Yeah, a couple weeks, I think, right? Couple First weeks, week of June, uh, I think. Uh, I remember a month, a month from uh, Monday. Yeah, so. a month. From, okay. Yeah. Yeah, June they, 9th is when it comes out. Uh, that's too long. They should do it now. Um, all right. They should do it now, exactly. <laughs> too long a gap between. Um, Winter Soldier, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and uh, Loki. I agree. All right, so we got these three left: six, nine, and ten. Um, six, nine, and ten, and uh, well, you know, uh, well, if we if we, you know. if, if we say Carnage, do we do we say Venom too, Scott? Well, damn it. Yes, because I think that's how people. See and by it. Brian saying, "God damn it," I'm thinking he thought he was going to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's say Venom because it's it's a mixed, you know, Venom is obviously, you know, he's he's an anti-hero but also sometimes heroic yeah. and his comics he's sort of in hero mode now, but anyway, let yeah. we'll say Venom. Let's do it. All right. Show me Eddie Brock's alter ego. Number 6. Yeah. Number 6. That's right. All right. That leaves one yeah. slot open. And if we get this wrong, yeah, two, or no, slots two slots, open, sorry. Really. Yeah. yeah, two. I mean, to be technical, it's two if we get these wrong, <laughs> I mean, if you want to just really get down to it, is there any way right. Dunaway can win? Is there a, a window no, for him? He's mathematically eliminated. He was mathematically eliminated uh, before you guys got Venom, unfortunately. Okay, <laughs> um, mathematically eliminated before yeah, we started this one. I'm sending out Chad. Let's see. We got Loki, Thanos, Magneto, Doom, Doc Ock, Venom, Modok, Carnage. Um, uh, oh, uh, maybe Ultron's on there. Maybe. That's a thought. Okay, we'll do. We'll try Ultron. I don't feel that great about this, but let's do. Let's do Ultron. Show me that sweet robot with a voice like James Spader. Ah, uh, oh, shit! Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. But we wouldn't have Vision if we didn't have the Ultron. Yeah. Uh, right. and finally, Brian gets to play. <laughs> right. I'm going to say my favorite. This is my favorite bad guy in all the Marvel Universe. And they haven't been able to bring him to screen yet. And I just, I want him to. Galactus. Oh. Galactus. Well, he was a he was a cloud. In, uh, yeah, that, yeah uh, that was nice. I was like, oh, he's a cloud. Yeah, I think I see it in the cloud. That sucks. No. Yeah. Dude, so they, I'm telling you right now. They're, uh, Mar- if they do that Fantastic Four movie, and they are, if they don't try to get Galactus in there somehow, then what are we? Do- yeah. What are we even doing? You gotta, yeah, you gotta like make Galactus it work. Has to be the big bad in, uh, yeah, in the MCU. The guy eats planets for hell's sakes. He does. He's a he planet does. eater. Yeah. He gave a Silver Surfer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, show me Galactus. Oh, <laughs> are you kidding me? Honestly, yeah, I thought you'd had it because that's a tadpole answer, man. That's Galactus I, number twelve, by the way. Oh, he's on. Okay, he's in the he's top on twenty. There, but he's just low. Uh, wow. Ultron all the way down at uh, eighteen. Yep. All right. Well, double double shot, Mike. You got anything that jumps out of your uh, jumps out of your your noggin here? 
What was that? What was that? What was the guy in the last Spider-Man movie? Um, um oh, the la- oh, uh, uh, with the ball on his that, head, the, the Gyllenhaal guy. Uh, yeah, Mysterio. Uh, Mysterio. Mysterio. <laughs> let's do. Let's do Mysterio. All right. All right. Show me. It's one of my favorite. Actually, next to Modok, my favorite villain. Show me Mysterio. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, number 13 on the list. It's not just, too bad. Just below Galactus, as a matter of fact. I thought they did a good job with that. He looked, I thought they did too, yeah. yeah. He looked cool. It's a little retconny, but it's fine. Yeah. They all are. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian? You'll never oh, see that's right. It's back to me. Oh, shoot. I was... I was spaced out because I'm like, well, I lost that. I wonder what I can do later. I'm going to make some stupid joke about DC Comics. And I'm like, <laughs> I should be paying attention. That's right. Uh, how about um, uh, everybody's favorite bad guy? Uh, General Zod. Just kidding. General Zod. <laughs> oh, that's not bad, though. Ego. How about that? Ego. Ego. That would wow. be yes. Kurt Russell. He's uh... kind of like a, yeah. Okay. I didn't think about the space baddies until now. <laughs> of course not. Who could like ego? Oh, I just thought of one. Holy crap! Uh, 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 the guy uh, what's ah? Uh, 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 literally, has a his head is red. Oh, Red Skull. Red Skull is his name. Oh, Red Skull. That's a good oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Nobody likes. Literally, red his head skull. is red. Literally, literally, his I like head is red. Red Skull. Please All tell right. me that's on there. <laughs> Show me Red Skull. Uh, what? Uh, number 11, I believe. Uh, no, I'm sorry, 14. Number 14 would have been Red Skull, yeah. Oh. Brian, you got one last answer in you that's better than Ego? Oh, wow, that was <laughs> tough. Uh, I was kind of grasping the straws with Ego. Um, um, not really a bad guy. Uh, somebody think I'm thinking, like, they're not really bad guys. They're just kind of on the fence. Billy Eilish. It doesn't matter. Oh. It's just got to be what they think. Yeah. Sure. Billy Eilish um, thinks she's the bad guy. I'm gonna go with Gray Hulk. He was a, such a jerk, <laughs> such a it's smarty jerk. There. No way, right. that's on there. Show me Gray Hulk. <laughs> 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 oh man! Uh, all right. So first off, congratulations to Mikey VC14. Well done. Yeah. Here's well, this for you. Thanks for winning chicken, chicken dinner. You win. The two missing nice answers. Job. So this one, a uh, couple of people in the chat room said, I was surprised that it never came up um, as you guys were discussing it, but probably because he was seen more in the Netflix stuff than in. Um, oh. Oh, kingpin. kingpin kingpin exactly of course right. kingpin, yep. kingpin. Oh, yeah, people, love, people love the kingpin yeah. especially uh, in the uh, spider verse yeah. that was really good there yes right it's true uh and then this is another one that you guys did mention well scott you mentioned this very briefly mm. uh from the second thor no the uh third thor movie Hell third yeah. thor movie third thor hella hella Hella, she wa- Hella, she of course, Hella good. Nice. People like s- Hella. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, she's like great, Hella. dude. She's awesome. She's good in the comics, mm-hmm. but I love her. In the- I loved her in that movie. She was amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, that means you're a winner, Mike. My and- nickname in high school was Kingpin. So oh, was it? You were cool. Kingpin. Oh, was it really? Yeah. <laughs> How did I forget it? <laughs> yeah, my nickname was uh, uh, Tripod, but I'm not telling you why. Anyway, <laughs> it's always uh, carrying around a totally different reason. Here's enough. some of the ones that, uh, that you guys didn't guess. Uh, making our way down the list here: Mystique, uh, Green Goblin, Baron Zemo. Oh, did you think still... about the the goblins? Yep, the goblins. Right, yeah. 
Um, Eric Killmonger, Scarlet Witch. She did start out as a villain. Oh. Captain America. I don't know what people are thinking, but but Winter two people Soldier? said it. Sure. Uh, Dark Phoenix. Good choice. Oh, there. duh. Um, Dark Phoenix. This one. This one cracked me up. The favorite Marvel villain, Disney. <laughs> that's hilarious. Did any someone in the chat? I just popped the chat back up. Somebody said Darth Vader, and I guess technically that's true now because they're part of yeah, the Marvel right. family. Uh, but, uh, no, he's a Disney villain. He's not a. He's not a Marvel. Yeah, villain. but you can get a Marvel. You can go buy Marvel comics with with Vader in them. Yep. Right? Oh, that's sure true. Can. That's true. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Good point. Yep. I don't know if they've done um, any crossover, but they probably won't. Dormammu, <laughs> Emma Frost, Darkwing Duck, Jeff Bridges. Darkwing. Jack Bridges, uh, Kang the Conqueror, Paste Pot Pete. Somebody said the Penguin, Skeletor, <laughs> Skeletor, uh, U.S. On. government agencies, <laughs> and Yondu. Does Marvel <laughs> does Marvel do uh, He Man adapt- adaptations or anything? Uh, not to my knowledge. Okay, no. that would be awesome. Newman. Somebody said Newman. <laughs> Newman. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, here Skeletor. <laughs> We'll give him a minute to laugh. Uh, all right. Hey, you did it, Mike. Well done. Now, here's the trick. You just need to send Brian an email, coverville at gmail.com. He will send you your codes, and you will walk off triumphant into the night. I hope you don't get bad symptoms in the next uh, day. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was, it was great. Oh, great to have you, man. We'll talk to you soon. Bye now. He seems like a nice guy. I'd, I'd hang out with you that did. guy. I'd totally hang out I'd with hang him. out with Kingpin. No, no offense to the rest of you, but I would hang out with Mike. I would totally do that. That's fine. You know. Go hang. Why don't you go hang out with Mike? Hey, I'm going to Chicago. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> done away. You, you did it. You came in. You, you did it. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't do a boop show this week, but we're going to do one next week. But more importantly than that, this weekend, Film Sack, the four of us, me, you, Randy, and Brian here, are all doing an episode about Predator 1. The first Predator. Yes. <clears throat> I can hardly wait. I mean, some people, including me, think it's the best Arnold movie. I still do. I think it's my favorite Schwarzenegger movie, and we'll yeah, see if I'm right because it's been ten That's years. That's because he he, he hardly talks at all. He mostly just slinks around the forest and, and uh, looks badass doing it. Like it looks badass. It's yeah. just a really well made, really cool filmed rad badass. Is, is movie. that how you remember it? Either that's how I remember it. Your opinion. Now, if I get that, I may have it wrong, <laughs> but that's what we'll find out this weekend. But this feels like an important film sack. We haven't been able to get this one on the record for ten years. It's available. We're doing it. Do your homework. Watch it. It's on HBO Max, I think. No. Prime. No. Netflix. No. no. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's, on, know. A, it's on a streaming service. It yeah. is or, on a streaming service. Go to justwatch.com and search for it. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, Brian's got the 3D DVD whatever thing, right? It's not, three, it's not 3D, is it? It is 3D. Oh, my God. It's Lord. Hulu, by the way. Hulu has Predator. Hulu has it. The one I didn't Hulu. mention. All right. Hulu. Fair enough. Hulu. Uh, Brian, you have a great day. Is there anything you'd like to tell us before I kick you out of this chat? Sure. Join me tomorrow night on Thursday doing the Graveyard Keeper with Kit London, who's usually in the chat room. Uh, we do that every Thursday and have so for almost six months. Nice. On Twitch. Nice. Six months of Graveyard Keeper. That's a lot. Yes. Well, an hour and a half at a time. It oh, takes some time. Yeah, you take your time. Well, bye then. All right. He's gone now. He's gone. He has left. Bye, Brian. Bye, Brian. <laughs> uh, well done, everybody. Now, this. And dance by the light of the moon. Time for today's news brought to you by. Brought to you by, was it any good? Well, was it? Head over to frogpants.com slash any good and find out. That's right. I did an episode about um, 
the Beverly Hillbillies, one of Brian's favorite oh. things in the world. Yeah, and, well, the TV uh, show I really liked. I hated the movie. Oh yeah, well the t- so the t- so so the way this thing works is I in real time watch it and record while I'm watching it, so you mm-hmm. get the audio from the episode and my commentary. But we go and find one <clears throat> one of the more controversial episodes of a TV show or mm-hmm. one of the most popular rated by IMDb or something as the most popular mm-hmm. of that series. Uh, the Jeffersons one I did was like super racist and weird. Um, anyway, you did uh, I Love Lucy too, right? Which which one did you do for I Love Lucy? We did. Uh, they claim, according to IMDb, the most popular one is not the Chocolate Factory one, but instead is this one where uh, it's called the Great Train Heist, and it's basically them on vacation on a train, and uh, the the premise is every ten minutes or so, Lucy pulls this cord that stops the train. And it pisses everybody off. That's the train wow. episode. Yeah, I would have put like I would have thought the Vitamina Vegemin, the Chocolate Factory. Yep, I was surprised. Uh, I just went with top rated, and I went well. This and yeah. it wasn't. It was fine, but it wasn't anything special. And huh. I'm and I'm and I'm pretty sure that I Love Lucy is still good, a hundred percent on the shoulders of her being good. She's amazing. She's like a really mm-hmm. like has there. I'm, I'm not sure there's ever been somebody quite like her in comedy there's something very unique about yeah Lucille that's Ball. true and i can't believe they they picked nicole kidman to play her in the biopic as opposed to um what's her face from uh, deborah messing because deborah messing oh, is like a perfect lucy that's a good point i don't know why they didn't use her either they should yeah. have uh when you get to that uh that great ep- episode of mod yeah the big controversial episode of mod oh yeah we'll get to that also somebody i'm not, I'm not kidding like <laughs> I, I wrote i wrote it down i'm just now you, I'm yeah. do it. mod's dilemma yeah. yes also there's a there's a there's that episode it's a two-parter so i haven't decided how to do it but that one with um uh the in uh different strokes where arnold and his friend oh yeah get, <laughs> where, where arthur carlson uh yep a gets a bike shop yep. and uh he's a molester and they almost get yes. kind of molested and it's a one of those weird yeah. special Arnold's episode friend TV does things. get molested if i remember the little redhead kid oh does he oh i didn't know that went bad that way well yeah. we'll find out how does that sort of thing in the 80s where they were trying to teach us a lesson how does it hold up today find out Mm-hmm. at frogpants.com slash any good or wherever you get your <laughs> podcast all right um the owners of the confora bakery in milwaukee are a couple of smart cookies because the owners of this bakery ah smart cookies i uh, get it uh they print burglary suspects picture on sugar cookies that's how they're going to catch this guy <laughs> yeah. oh that's fantastic that's pretty good um yeah <clears throat> they're also known as the lakeside bakery they were burglarized they were burgled on april 19th by an unidentified suspect <clears throat> who fled into the night with ill-gotten cash and equipment. Owners Karen and Eric didn't have much going on, but what they did, <clears throat> excuse me, what they did have was an image of the suspect captured on their security cameras. So we made a delicious sugar cookie with his image on them, says the owner. Uh, they announced this on Facebook on May 1st. Thin mints via drone. Oh, yeah, this is a whole different a, thing. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. whoops. Uh, the idea Karen told the Milwaukee Journal or Journal Sentinel. Did you go there? The Journal Sentinel. I did. Totally went to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. That's awesome. Yeah, those the only times I went to Wisconsin were for um, the Madison. Oh, man, Madison newspaper and the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I've only been there for a Brewers game once. Oh, really? Yeah, we were there. For, we were there in Chicago mm-hmm. for most of that trip, and then we cut over mm-hmm. into Milwaukee for that game. And then came back. Right. So 
That's right. Much. Oh yeah, and that's of course I went there for uh, Summerfest a few years ago. We went and saw the Fonz statue, and uh, we saw Garbage perform, which wow. was awesome. You mean the band, not a pile of garbage? <laughs> well, um, they didn't keep parts of the park up very uh-huh. well, uh-huh. so. We saw the band Garbage perform, and then on our way back to the hotel, we saw, because of the wind was blowing around, we saw actual Garbage perform. Oh, so it performed in a way. Okay. I guess. Yes, exactly. And this is when you weren't, <laughs> this is when you weren't pimping. Uh, no, I was setting up, a, I was setting up pimping. Oh, that's too. right. Yeah. That's what you were there yeah. for. Uh, that's but, right. Yeah, right. The pay, forget yeah. about this paper talk. We know what you were there for. Exactly. <laughs> Strutting on, around man. downtown Milwaukee with his cane and his his fur coat <laughs> uh let's see they they wanted the community to, to identify the suspect why not put it on a cookie we invite the bayview community to come in and take a bite out of this uh, out of the thief while supplies last they said on their facebook post <laughs> nice um it has been or he has been identified the baker later wrote in an update thank you everyone who has responded so apparently the cops have him although no direct arrests or comment from the milwaukee police department yet so I like stories. I love like it though. That's a great. What a great way to turn lemons into lemonade. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you're gonna do, if you're a baker, like it's perfect for who you are. You know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. What would we exactly. do? Someone robbed us. What would we do? Do a podcast. We'd do a about podcast it? about it. <laughs> it would begin with some. It would begin with some. Uh, some NPR music. Yeah. You know that day. I didn't really think I'd wake up. <laughs> to find that somebody had gotten into my house. Uh, you're one of those beatboxers who somehow managed to get words into their beatboxing. <laughs> That's right. Those guys are impressive, man. Those guys that can like sing during beatboxing. I don't know how they do it. Uh, a man who fled with a tiger uh-huh. has been caught. And the yeah, animal. I saw. Oh, he finally got caught. That's good. The guy did. He drove off in a white SUV. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. He got caught, but the animal's still at large. They can't find the cat. Uh, so no one knows where this tiger is. This happened in Houston. Houston authorities have captured a man who allegedly evaded police uh, while housing a Bengal tiger in his yard. Uh, the tiger remains, as the article says, on the lamb. Ha! There's a tiger on the lamb. What does that mean? The, on the lamb? Yeah. Yeah, I no, no, under- that's a good question. I mean, it's the L-A-M. So, and trying to think of is is it short for something? Let's see. I'm going to find out. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, on the lamb etymology. On the lamb, according to Merriam-Webster. Oh, stop. Don't show me ads. Okay, here we go. So trying to avoid being caught by the police. We get it. That part we mm-hmm. get. Uh, do we have a... Oh, Let's see. I can't find anything on the idiom's uh, origin. So, Random House Historical Dictionary of American Slang. Uh, J.E. Leiter defines the term as prison lingo for an act of running or flight, especially a dash to escape from custody. Um, it was like an operation of pickpockets. After he secures the wallet, he will utter the word, Lamb! This means to let the man go and get out of the way as soon as possible. Really? Yeah, I don't <laughs> really doesn't make sense like grabs the wallet instead of going yoink like yeah. i would do he goes lamb lamb <laughs> i'm out of here where are you going yeah. i'm on the lamb uh lighter speculates that may be rooted in the dialect scandinavian bird lamb which is uh, as in the 1525 his wife sore lambing him meaning to beat pound or strike jeez 
Uh, Mark Twain used it twice, lambing the lady in 1855 and lamb like all creation in 1865, both clearly meaning to beat. Okay. So beat it. Yeah, beat it. You're you're beat it. It's the fuzz. Cheese it. It's the really fuzz. weird. Yeah. Oh, here yeah. you go. Uh, oh no, this is just what you had. Never mind. I thought I found something new. I didn't. All right. Well, see also on the run. Take it on the lamb. Run as fast sure. as you can. Run for one's life. Run oh, for life. Would be great if Ario Speedwagon would have done. Uh, <laughs> you're under the gun and you take it on the lamb. <laughs> I dare say it would have made. (laughs) We'd still be talking about those guys, and (laughs) they would right. They'd still be around in 2020, uh, cranking out new music. Mario Speedwagon. There you go. All right, so back to this tiger guy. We got we got off off the yeah 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 the 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 new the wannabe Tiger King. Yep. Yes. Uh, We don't know where the tiger is. Victor Hugo Cervese, age 26, was out of bond or out on bond for a prior murder charge. (laughs) Oh, he was on a Victor murder Hugo, charge. Victor, first off, you got to love the name Victor Hugo Cuevas. <laughs> oh, did I, what did I say? Servas? Cuevas is correct. I can't remember. Something very different. That's much but, better. But the fact that the first part of his name is Victor Hugo, the author who wrote, uh, 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 I have to look it up. Was it Three Musketeers? No, it was. Victor Hugo? Victor, Victor Hugo. Victor Hugo. What was his? Uh, Les Miserables. Oh, Hunchback. Hunchback was his other big thing. Oh, yeah. And, the, and Less Miserables. Uh, and less miserables, yeah. One other thing he did that I'm going to remember before I click this. Okay, because we're always going to have threes, right? Um, how about... Uh, you said Hunchback, right? You did. I said Hunchback. And Lame is Rob. I guess that's all I know. I'm looking at the rest of this list and... Uh, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Whoa, that dude lived to 83. That's a lot in his age, his range. Mm-hmm. Born in 1802. Died in 1885. Wow. Well, well done, Victor Hugo. Now, Count of Monte Cristo was Dumas, I believe. Uh, yeah, with Guy Ritchie. <laughs> no, Guy Pierce. Sorry, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Yeah. And, the, and the dude, right. what played Jesus? Um, That's right, exactly. Who's a little nutty now? What's his name? Uh, Jim Caviezel. All right, moving yeah. on. Uh, this guy's twenty six. Tiger. He, he's a, he already had a murder charge, which is nuts. Anyway, he was already out on bond for this murder charge. And then his neighbor notices, oh, he's got a big giant cat. I probably should call that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it's reported that he had monkeys, which are allowed in the city of Borza, or allowed in the city of Houston, says Borza. Sorry, there's oh, no city okay. named Borza. <laughs> Borza, Texas. <laughs> Owning a tiger is a violation of Houston law, however. Um, uh, let's see. But it is legal under Texas state law with chain res- or certain restrictions. So some, there are parts of, I guess, the, I don't know if the city overrides the state or how that works, but, oh, yeah, Texas, just make your minds up. Um, Jose Ramos, age 50, who lives next door, was eating on Sunday evening when he looked out the window and saw a tiger sitting in his front yard. I had to pinch myself. Was it? Was this real, he says? I doubt <laughs> Is he Is this real life? Himself. Do you think anyone ever went, hold on a second. Eh, oh, I felt it. It must be real. I pinched myself. No one does that. <laughs> Did, do, you think he, do you think he uttered, what the? <laughs> I want to say he went full anime and went, uh-huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I believe that. Yes. Yeah, that's what happened. Um, anyway, this guy, they caught him, and uh, the cat, I don't know where the cat is. Oh, I hope they find the cat. I don't want him to shoot Jeez. the cat. Yeah, okay, so the guy's caught. Uh-oh. Well. Yeah, cat's out there still. He's and on maybe the lamb. He's, maybe look, he's for, in- look for a lamb, and you'll find the uh, the tiger on him. Yeah, he'll be on the lamb. 
That's right, right, right on top of it. Right on top of the lamb. Well, speaking of, speaking of being on top of things and eating them, a man. So this goes great with yesterday's story about old meat oh, getting you high. The old meat getting you high. Oh, we have more. Oh. <laughs> this is worse. A man eats raw chicken in post-workout meal and says vegetables make you weak. <laughs> so this is pretty great. Yeah. Uh, on Saturday, a guy named Blazin Brady. Oh, my Lord. Sure, that's his name. Alpha male. Blazin Brady. Freaking bro dude guy, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he posted a picture of his meal and said, post-workout meal, fresh raw chicken, Weak old steak I left in my fridge and my favorite bacon, raw butter, and raw milk. Uh, he says, chicken is ba- is not bad. It all tastes fine. The meal is my standard meal and I usually eat that I usually eat all the time. I eat mainly more steak over chicken, though, usually. His post-workout <laughs> meal is fresh raw chicken. Uh, <laughs> he's a real poet. That yeah, guy. he is, right? You can just <laughs> it's just oozing out of him. Fresh raw chicken, weak old steak I uh, left in my fridge. His favorite, bacon, raw butter, raw milk. Uh, let's see, moving on, he says, in the video, he says, <clears throat> it's not even that bad, bro. You guys are tripping. Okay, stay with me, Brian. You guys oh, are tripping. I'm hanging. <laughs> like, I mean, you guys are terrified just because they are told there's bacteria in it. It's your natural diet. Like, you literally naturally want to want to eat it. You literally, one, two, I want to read that again. Yeah, he really has one, two, one, two, eat it. Yeah. You literally naturally want to want to eat it. Right. You don't wow. just want to eat it. You want to want to eat it. He says it tastes the same. Like maybe it's not as good tasting. It's not like amazing tasting, but it doesn't taste effing bad. It's literally your normal diet. Here you go. And then he eats a piece of the raw chicken and says, two seconds, there you go. I just ate every single effing day. Or I eat it every single effing day. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I wash it down with milk uh, to get used to it. When I start, uh, when I first started, because I didn't like the taste so much, now it's a lot easier. I still do the milk because it's easier to wash it all down, but it doesn't taste bad at all, bro. I could eat effing rotten meat. Two weeks old meat, bro. I don't give an F. I just like, or say, it just all tastes the same, bro. Great. Oh, I hope Blazin, see, you know, we joked about, oh, this seems like a problem that'll solve itself. This one does seem like a problem that may eventually solve itself. <laughs> oh, but it'll annoy us until it does, though. It'll just drive us crazy. <laughs> uh, all right. Finally, this story, um, be, if you're a nurse or a phlebotomist, or I don't know who does these, but whoever you are, be careful because this sucks. Uh a distracted nurse gave a woman six doses of COVID vaccine in a single shot. Oh, six doses. Yep. 23-year-old Johnson Italian and Johnson woman. and Johnson and Johnson and Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Way too many Johnsons. Um, a 23-year-old Italian woman was mistakenly given six doses of the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine all at once oh. and was released from a hospital on Monday without having suffered any apparent adverse reactions. So that's good. Uh, the incident occurred on Sunday morning at the Noah Hospital in Massa uh, uh, in Tuscany. The patient was kept under observation for approximately 24 hours in the hospital's emergency room. Doctors said she was given fluids, anti-inflammatories, and fever medications as preventative measures. Uh, this person at this time uh, will certainly not have side effects, says Dr. Anatolio Vincetti, Director of Infectious <laughs> Diseases at Noah Hospital. She said... The Pfizer studies have shown that people who receive up to five times the normal doses do not suffer any real consequences. 
Really? Or what if she just got really good 5G coverage then? Just really good. <laughs> How many chips does she have in her arm now? Exactly. Uh, somebody in Germany and Israel had the same thing. Accidentally given five doses. They were okay. Wow. Uh, the patient did not, have, did not have a fever, didn't have any pain, except for the pain of the inoculated site, nor any mal if infestations, whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> she was a bit frightened, but we preferred to keep her here until morning. So she's fine. The point is, uh, yeah. don't stress about it too much, but also that's four other people that didn't get their damn... No, uh, that's thing. true, yeah. Look at that. Now, one. does she have to get... When she goes for her three weeks, her follow-up dose, does she need to get the same amount? <laughs> Will it be? That's actually a great question. Yeah. That's a great question. No, it's not. Does it change? Oh, they, she won't have to. Does it? Does it matter at all? Probably doesn't, right? Probably. Probably not. doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, uh, I'm just visualizing the the nurse who's so distracted that she's like, she's got the little vial sitting up on top of the uh, the needle, and she's like doing this. Oh yeah, no, I liked Queen's Gambit. Yeah, Queen's Gambit was really good. And did you like the? Slowly pulling the plunger back. <laughs> oh, all right, I guess I better administer this shot. I like a Queen's <laughs> Gambit. It is a good feels heavier than usual. Yeah. <laughs> I have Netflix only for this show, she said. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, you know him, you love him. Tom Merritt will be here talking about tech. Yeah. And uh, a little recommendals after that, so stay tuned. Brian, we need a song to get us there. What do you got? We do. And uh, before we do that, I'm going to really quickly tell you about so um, uh, the bike thing that yeah. we're set. You know, you've, you've donated. You guys are all awesome. Thank you for your donations for MS. Um, that bikes, that, the bike thing, I'm way up there in the, in the leaderboard, and we've raised a lot of great money for MS. So now the other thing that I do, every year there's two charities that I go for, MS and Alzheimer's. Now it's time to focus on the Alzheimer's because, sadly, these two things, these two fundraising activities take place a week apart and um because of it being on father's day and because of this father's day trip i'm going on i'm actually not going to be able to do the live stream on the day i normally would which is called the longest day it's part of this alzheimer's thing called the longest day yeah so i'm going to figure out something else scott and i are talking uh well i need to really pitch it to scout this idea of us doing that oculus based uh D&D game with uh yeah i saw maybe, it again yesterday the name i forgot the name of it like medio Demi- or- demio. demio demio that's it yeah it looks really interesting i want to try it does. this yeah i think um, we should do it and and you me schleicher and dunaway i think would be a great uh oh, yeah, dude. a great four person game to do this with yeah i think we should do it I think we should do it. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, go to tiny.cc slash Coverville ALZ, first three letters of Alzheimer's, 2021-2021. So that's Coverville ALZ 2021. Mm-hmm. And uh, and make a donation. Five bucks, ten bucks, whatever. Um, let's uh, let's really push it. And I'm going to figure out some sort of live stream bike thing to do as well for this as, as well. I'm going to go on a longer bike ride. Um, one of the ones from North Denver to South Denver. And um, and try and do it via try and do a whole live stream thing with the um, the GoPro Hero Seven Black that I'm holding in my hands right now. Uh, big thanks to TVZ on for helping me wrangle this thing. Nice. Anyway, so cover, uh, tiny.cc slash Coverville ALZ 2021. All right, let's get to the song today. And uh, this one comes to us from Earshot Media, uh, courtesy of Mutant League Records. These guys are great. It's a Cincinnati, Ohio pop punk group, five, uh, five piece uh, group called settle your scores. They actually just signed with mutant league records. And so this is their first single release. Um, they've got that, you know, that, that kind of, uh, 
more mature Blink-182 sound. Um, uh, and this this is one of those songs that's like, <laughs> as an old guy, a song that harkens back to the heady days of 1999 is kind of funny because I was 30 years old in 1999. <laughs> but if you are fans of things in 1999, you probably can relate to this song from Settle Your Scores. Here's the new single, 1999. Someone take me back to 
I can't believe you made me say that. This is the morning stream. All right, we have returned. From the <laughs> that band again is uh, Settle Your Scores, and the song is 1999. And as J.C. Calhoun points out, if you go to their website, which is settleyourscores.co, yeah. it is. it looks like it was built in 1999. Uh, like it's, oh, awesome. Uh, uh, <laughs> full of comic sans, uh, flashing, <laughs> rotating gifts. and uh, Perfect. It's a perfect throwback for all of our looks, internet. Yeah, needs. it looks just like like MySpace. Oh, this is awesome. That's great. All right, go check it out. In the meantime, check this out. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. I still think that's true. And thankfully, Tom Merritt plays the role of the man, and he's here today to talk about it. Hello, Tom. Hello, Brian and Scott. Hi. Hello, Tom. Hello. I swear that... Smiley face guy behind you is leaning further over than he was last time. I saw him. Every time, every time, I it's like the Mona Lisa for you. Yeah. Every time, it just feels like yeah. it's, it's like Veronica's sausage. <laughs> it is like Veronica's Scott, sausage. does Tom know about Veronica's sausage? I don't know. There's Tom. Let's regalius. Uh, uh, what's the word? Not regalius. Uh, uh, endure let's get you for up. a minute. Let's uh, get you caught up. Yeah. You can regale me. Yeah. Right. Here it is. Yeah. Veronica so, once said this, just normally. Um, sausages. Yeah, she yeah. says this right here. Mmm, sausage. All right, and then someone shrunk it or elongated it, and Brian mm. thinks it's longer every time we hear it, and so I'm going to play <laughs> it now, and we'll see if it still sounds okay. longer. Sausage. <laughs> Brian, still longer? <laughs> still sounds longer, like you're elongating it every I time. It. You yeah, because I was familiar with mm, sausage and even the elongated version. I did not know that Brian was having a, a uh, shooky effect. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm, what I'm having. We'll, we'll play it for you in a couple weeks, and you'll swear that it sounds like it's longer <laughs> the next time we play it for you. One of these times, you know, really one of these gonna... times I'm just going to knock him over. Yeah. And Brian Scott's going to go, see, yep. I told you. That's right. Or I'm going to I'm going to mess with that thing, F Brian over and just like make it longer like just actually make it a little longer. Longer. Yeah, yeah yeah absolutely i've been secretly doing it i didn't know <laughs> right i would totally if you told me you were doing that i would 100 percent believe you you would absolutely believe of course you time. would of course you would uh hey uh tom's here and it's uh the daily tech news show's own tom Merritt. he's the he curates that business and it's fantastic wednesdays are great because i get to go on there but all the days that the show is on is great and uh you are uh, probably hunting down some stories right now what's going on out there Indeed, the story hunt is on. Uh, one of the things, I don't know if we'll revisit it on today's Daily Tech News show. We talked about it on Monday's show, yeah. uh, but it's certainly still in the news is the Colonial Pipeline hack. Oh, yeah. Uh, and one of the reasons it's still in the news, it, it happened over the weekend, but it's still in the news now because you're starting to see gas shortages in parts of the South, uh, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, even up into Maryland and New Jersey. Uh, and there's there's a lot of misinformation and a lot of misunderstanding out there. Colonial uh, says that they have plenty of supply still uh, and they, they are expecting to restart the pipeline at the end of the week. But gas stations are running out of gas. So the question is, are they running out of gas because people are hearing the story about Colonial Pipeline being shut down, running to the gas station to fill up before they normally would, and therefore, you know, a toilet paper like run on gas paper situation? Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, or is Colonial saying, well, we've got plenty, but it's not actually getting there? Um, my my guess is it's it's probably more of the 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 hoarding uh, than it is the supply at this point. Mm-hmm. Colonial Pipeline, if you don't know. Uh, suffered a ransomware attack 
on its information systems. That means like its office computers, but out of an abundance of caution, shut down its control systems on the pipeline to make sure that it didn't spread. Right. Uh, They wanted to make sure that it didn't get into the control systems because then people can do a lot of damage to the pipeline. Uh, So far, there's been no damage to the pipeline. They're doing aerial surveillance. Everything's good with the pipeline. They expect to be able to restore service by the end of the week. They've already restored service on some lateral lines and some of the smaller lines. But the worry is that if the shortage goes on more than five days, then there or with if the shutdown goes on more than five days, you will start to see the effects of a shortage into the supply system. Right. Uh, American Airlines, I think, is already having some long haul flights stop for refueling. Again, that may be because of a shortage of delivery. It may be because of abundance of caution. It may be both. But we're getting to the point where whether it's hoarding or not isn't going to matter that this pipeline's been shut down long enough uh, that it's going to cause an effect. And, uh, you know, we're all checking our watches. They said by the end of the week, it's it's Wednesday. It's yeah. not not the end of the week yet, but by the end of the week would hopefully mean before the end of the week. Uh, and this is this is a really bad uh, attack. Uh, ransomware, if you don't know, can get into a system in all kinds of ways. Uh, with so many people working from home, somebody could have gotten fished, tricked into handing over credentials. Uh, that would allow a malicious actor to get into a network uh, and, and plant some ransomware. Uh, more often than not, it doesn't even need that sophisticated of an attack. You just get somebody to, to open an attachment that they shouldn't have opened or click on a link that they shouldn't have. That locks up the computer and it propagates through the network that way. Either way, once it's encrypted your network, you either have to pay the ransom or you have to figure out how to restore uh, from a clean backup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it We're not getting any information out of Colonial about the details of the attack, but it's taking long enough that they probably don't have an easy clean backup I, I think with the attack happening friday they would have been able to restore by now although it's a very complex system maybe that's not true uh my guess is they've got partial backups and they're they're going very carefully through the system to make sure that they're eliminating uh the ransomware but it's it's lasted long enough that this is a, a pretty severe attack just just on their office computers just on their information systems uh and and again, out of abundance of caution, they don't want it to spread to the control system. So it hasn't, uh, they haven't turned the control systems back on. Uh, there's a lot of FUD out there about, you know, the, this is an attack on on a pipeline that, that it, we've been warning about for years, which is partially true. We've been warning that these SCUDA systems and, and, and the control systems uh, need upgrades. Uh, and that's still true. If they had better security, maybe you didn't have to shut them down so severely. Uh, but it's not an attack on the control system. That's important to remember as well. Yeah. So, so correct me if I'm wrong, but my takeaway from this so far is that there are massive older systems in this country that need addressing. You know what I mean? Like we gotta, we gotta. <sighs> yes get our and heads no. I, it. no. I, yeah. That, that's a, that's a. I'm really glad you asked that question because yes. Uh, a lot of the energy systems are legacy. Uh, there are lots of examples uh, of systems that you know left the default password admin one two three or something on them because hey, the only way uh, you're going to access that is to drive out to the pump and type it in. Uh, more and more control systems getting networked uh, means that that becomes less secure, even though it wasn't terribly secure before. That's all true, but that's not what's happening here. The only impact of that is that's caused them to shut down the pipeline while they fix the other problem. The attack did not take advantage of any of those vulnerabilities. Okay. Um, I saw a picture of people just loading giant um, gas can canister things 
like yeah. Rubbermaid size, like this big, just loading their cars with mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And all I could think of was, are you going to have room for those with all the toilet paper you have stored in your <laughs> I know, right? You know? Where are you yeah. going to put them? And Where you, you don't want to store the gas next to the toilet paper because no. that's a fire hazard. No, that seems like a real bad combination to me. So yeah. uh, anyway, uh, I guess be careful out there. We haven't seen price hikes here, uh, like at local uh, stations. Right, or and this this pipeline uh, serves about forty five percent of the East Coast, mm. uh, South and East Coast. So if you're to the west of uh, Colonial Pipeline, starts around Houston on the Gulf Coast, where mm. the refineries are, uh, and runs up to Linden, New Jersey, just outside New York City. Uh, so if you're along that pipeline, you're more likely to feel the effects of this than if you're in the in another direction from it. Yeah, I'd wondered when it first started happening. Usually, sometimes these things have a way of permeating the business like even if you hear news that oh uh somebody in the opec said said something controversial today yeah, in an right, opec right, meeting right. and then suddenly everybody's 50 cents higher on their gas um i thought for sure this would have that uh, like a quick ripple effect because even if it has zero effect on it it's a chance for the business to just brace itself and say well no we're going to go up just to you know kind of cover everything and they didn't do it so far so i guess that's good i don't know how to i'm not sure, sure quite how to take it but our gas prices haven't gone up on the east eastern side of the, or the western side of the country, and so everyone hoped that holds. I guess. Although, yeah, man. I mean, I listen, folks. If you're not from from Generation X, uh, uh, welcome to our youth. It's the seventies again. Gas those. lines and inflation. Yeah. Yay! Uh, I have a very vague memory of like lines at gas stations when I was like five or six years old, and it's really yeah, vague. But I have I do have some memory of that. So. Yeah, just a taste of the seventies. Go listen to, I don't know, some disco. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Some other Go stuff. Fire up that great Earth, Wind, and Fire CD. Yep. Or I'm sorry, LP yeah, or A track. Uh, a track. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, get some bell bottoms, and you're all set. All right. Hey, uh, Tom. As always, this stuff's better when you listen to it on the Daily Tech News Show because those guys actually pay attention to detail and get the stuff right, and we'll shoot straight. So uh, check them out on the Daily, and today, of course, at two thirty. That will happen once again. Anything else going on that you'd like to promote or mention? Yeah, uh, if if you want the details on the Colonial Pipeline more than we talked about here, uh, check out Monday's Daily Tech News show. We did a deep dive into it uh, then, uh, and and nothing, none of the facts of the situation have changed since then, other other than some of the gas stations here uh, running running out of supply. Uh, so that's that's still a, a useful segment uh, to listen to. And uh, if you want to be like Merovina and and say, hey, what cell phone carrier should I use? Just she she just emailed me uh, and asked me, and that's because she subscribes to my newsletter. Nice. Uh, and that's that's what you can do when yeah. you subscribe to Free Tom Newsletter at freetomnewsletter.com. Highly recommend it. Uh, Tom Merritt, everybody, Ace Detect on Twitter. We'll see you later today. See you, Bye. Tom. Bye now. That thing's leaning closer to me. I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it. That's right. I know what I feel. Brian, we're calling Nicole. That's what's happening now. Okay. All right. And uh, we're going to bring her in here, and we're going to recommend all this place up. I feel like we need to. Yeah. I've uh, I've seen a smattering of things this week, but the thing I zeroed in on, I think, is uh, the biggest surprise. I don't know why I'm surprised. Cool. I guess I'm just... Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. All right, here's this. This right here. Hey, look who it is, everybody. It's Nicole Spagnolo right over there. Uh, Whoops, there you are. On camera, looking at us today from Colorado. Hello, Hello, welcome. How are you? 
I'm good. How are you? Uh, fantastic. Good. Closer to me. No Mark in the background. No dog bed. Yeah. Dougie's right here. Oh, Dougie. he's, he's in a different place. So. I think I think about Dougie sometimes. Um, I think it's because you put up a bunch of video of him, and now he's in my head. So there you go. He's a, he's a cutie. <laughs> so uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines is a, is on our TV all the time. Yeah. And I swear to God, it's like Dougie in that movie. <laughs> oh yeah. He's that dog. Totally Dougie. Yep, He's for sure. Totally that movie. That I hope everybody took our recommendation last that. week and watched it because it's so freaking good. Yeah, Tina and I still need to watch it, but but it'll happen soon. Oh You're man, love I loved it. it. I it's loved so it so fun. much. So good. Um, so all right, fun. we're gonna get to recommendals here. This is where we talk about streaming stuff we've seen over the week, and that we'd like right. to recommend to you, fine folks. Hence the name. Brian, you always begin. We have two from you this week. What's your setup for your first one? So uh, before I even say those, I do want to give a big shout out to um, Scott's recommendal from last week, Nobody. Mm. I watched Mm -hmm. it last night and uh, uh, it is so good. It's good, good, right? It's It's not just a John Wick ripoff. It's more than that. I think it's way, it's, yeah, nobody, nobody beats John Wick. Um, you know, I've yet to watch John Wick. Oh, Nicole, oh, really? you gotta oh, watch my John gosh. Wick. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why. I just have we haven't had a chance. You should watch that series. It's yeah. great. No, it does that thing. It does that thing, and I, I'm sure we did talk about it. That uh, fighting movies tend to do, where if your guy's just a total badass, or your or your lady's a total badass, they just land punches and they never get hit themselves. And uh, um, uh, Bob Odenkirk's character. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Can't remember his actual name. All not Oliver. He's just uh, nobody. <laughs> he's just nobody. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he gets the crap beat out of him um, while he's a being lot. the crap out of other people. Yeah, yeah. and it's great. It's and like what do you think of the Christopher refreshing. Lloyd business? That was pretty great. Christopher Lloyd is fantastic, and uh, yes, yeah, it's a good it's, time. I don't want again. I'm, I'm being careful not to give anything away. You guys did a great job. Even talking about it yesterday with Jury, mm. you didn't spoil what I thought were very spoilable plot points, mm-hmm. which I'm so glad. Yeah. Um, we so. skirted around it pretty good yesterday, I think, but uh, you did, you really did. Yeah. So it's uh, a fun time. If you haven't seen it yet, figure out a way to see it, rent it for 20 yeah, def- bucks. It's a, it's definitely worth the money to rent. Yeah. It's and it'll be, I, I feels yeah. like that ought to be somewhere streaming hey, soon. Can right? I, can I show you my coffee mug? Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. Does it say nobody? No. Oh, Oh, it's mod. No, I will not have a nice day. <laughs> Not Maud. What and was her name? There's Maud Wilson. No, it's, it's, it's it, a golden it's girl. It's the golden girls. Right. Yeah. But what was her it's name cool. in that show? Dorothy. Dorothy. Duh. I knew that. I used You're to like the, the Dorothy. Go- I used to uh, like the golden girls. I used to think you are the great. Dorothy of our group. Never Am saw I? a single episode of golden girls. I'm the Dorothy of this group. <laughs> you are. All right. Fair enough. I don't know why that works, but it kind of does. I'm definitely <laughs> not the Betty White. What are you, who are you? What are you? Are you the Betty White? What are you? I'll be Blanche. You're Blanche? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'll be, uh, what's the little one? The old lady. Who oh, was the youngest? The mother. Um, uh, uh, Stella Getty's character. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. What, does she have was a name? She Rose? Just Ma. Rose. Rose. No. Yeah. No, Rose yeah, is. I'm kind of Rose. Rose, Rose right? I'm kind of oh. Rose. No, wait. Rose is Betty White. Betty White was Rose, right? Sophia. Sophia. Sophia that's it. Sophia. I liked that I show. I definitely think I'm probably a Rose. I am unapologetically a Golden Girls fan. Yeah. I don't I know Golden why, Girls. but I like it a lot. 
Uh, all right. Uh, anyway, anyway, sorry, so I, sorry tangent, tangent. Sorry, I'm drinking coffee for Listen, my, my I started us on that tangent with nobody. So yeah, it's your fault. Whatever. It's your fault. Um, all right. Uh, this is a, a movie that was supposed to be in theaters. Tina even saw previews for it back in the days of going to movie theaters and said, oh, this will be a good one to see in the theaters. And uh, we we didn't. It eventually came, just recently came to streaming uh, Saturday night, as a matter of fact. So we watched it. All right. And it's a movie. Agreed. All right, here we go. Nice. It's a short clip, too, ish. Well, not really. It's almost a minute. All right, here you go. <laughs> Spectacular you first images that? here. These are coming to us live. This is the uh, fragment actually entering the seven, lower atmosphere. Six, five, four, four three, three, two, two one. one. And impact. Wait, what is the explosion? What's the chunk of rock? Rocks don't explode. Okay, tell that to the dinosaurs. We are still waiting for the first images of the actual splashdown that's expected in the Atlantic Ocean. What was that? Earlier footage showed a... Oh, Dave. idea but i'm into it what, <laughs> what is this is this? Yeah. this is greenland this oh. is a uh, big disaster film that was supposed to come out last year um and uh, and didn't gerard it's butler big, right gerard butler gerard butler and morena baccarin yep, yep. Uh, starring in this as a couple who um you know there's always a couple at the center of these things and they're trying to get to somewhere safe and, and that sort of thing that's exactly the case there's a giant uh meteor that's supposed to just go right by earth and uh, oh no little pieces of it are going to land in the ocean but most of the big pieces are going to burn up in the uh in the atmosphere and uh no none of that happens as you can tell from that clip and it wouldn't be much of a disaster film if <laughs> if it did just fly by earth sure um here's the thing uh you know you compare this movie to other movies like it right san uh, san andreas mm. 2012 mm. things like that um the one thing i think this movie does differently and there are many things that this movie doesn't do differently but the one thing this movie does do differently <laughs> is it focuses on these other groups of people that um uh, that the main characters interact with, mm. uh, whether it's other families on their block that maybe don't get the same offer for shelter that uh, Gerard Butler and Marina Bacharin get, or somebody that picks them up on the highway or, or things like that. It's, um, it's not, it, you know, you're not going to see this winning any best picture, even getting nominated for best picture. It's not a, it's not a, a brilliant film, but it is exactly like every once in a while you need a disaster film. I feel like every year you've got to have at least one nice disaster film. <laughs> and uh, this one, uh, if you see one disaster film in 2021, <laughs> uh, make it <laughs> Greenland. <laughs> you've also got uh, Hope Davis is in this. She's awesome. Scott Glenn, who's always really good. Um, who's he play? I love Scott Glenn. He plays uh, Marina Bacharin's father. Oh, great. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's stick in uh, that. Uh, he is in Marvel Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned 2012. Yeah. Um, yes. Do you remember Tom Merritt 
loves he 2012. Does, did, yeah. So I have, has he seen this? Have you told oh, him? Oh, I don't know. He, he should this? though, right? He is a fan of those disasters. Yeah, he'd love this. This he is, would. you know, this is very, this is right up the alley of all those things. Day After Tomorrow, 2012, San Andreas. I don't like um, any of them. <laughs> you don't like, oh, then, then, you, then know, you probably. I like the aftermath story. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure. I don't like the actual story. Like the, sure. what was the movie with, um, Oh, the road. Kira, Kira Knightley and Steve Cantrell. Cantrell? <laughs> Cantrell? I don't know. Ste- who? Kira Knightley and Steve who? Carell? Steve Carell? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Edie Burkell? What? <laughs> it was. Oh, it's been a while since we've had a good Nicoleism. Yeah, that's um, good. That's I good. recommended it. It was really good, but it was like. It was a disaster movie, and it's like w- what really happens. And uh, Steve Carell's wife, like mm. they learn that the meteor is coming anyway, and she just gets out of the car and runs. And it was mm. it was more about the relationship and what was happening than yeah, the actual. What oh, what was it? Um, oh, seeking a friend for the end of the world. Yes, oh. is that it? Yes, oh, that, that is. It? Thank you, Shave Max. Uh, seeking a friend for the end of the world. That yeah. was probably one of my favorite end of the world movies hold on who shaved yeah. max shave shave maddox shave Ma- <laughs> sorry oh, I- <laughs> shave maddox got it all right no you're fine you're good I guess I didn't see the max ox. fury road <laughs> <laughs> not so furry road there we go shave max not so furry road oh, why is it so funny um all right so <laughs> anyway anyway greenland okay. is uh streaming on hbo max just started playing there um on Saturday. So I felt really good that I probably wouldn't get scooped on this one, but it's, you know, it's your typical disaster film. So if you like disaster films, you'll like this one. If you don't like disaster films like Nicole, then, then, then there's no reason for you to check this one out. I love, although it does, it does focus more on the people. It focuses equally on the people as it does the disaster. Yeah. I'm 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 into it. Tolerate them more when there's more of a people story. Yeah. A human connection. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm, I will, I have no problem saying this. I like Gerard Butler, even in his worst crap. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's Every fine. single time you say Gerard, I think Gerard Debatou. Debatou. <laughs> Debatou. <laughs> Gerard Debatou. <laughs> De- I'm just going to stop talking. Gerard Debadi Debadai. Is that the... But every time you say Gerard, I think of the Gerard... I am not, I'm not even going to try. I'm the worst. Depardieu? Depardieu. Depardieu. Depardieu is pretty close. It's not, it's not how do you say it? How do you say it? Just tell me how to say it. Depardieu. Depardieu. Yeah. I just want to let you know that I actually go to websites to hear pronunciations. Uh-huh. So I don't mess it up. Yeah, apparently they really stick. <laughs> I try hard. <laughs> Nicole, I don't ever want you to get better at pronouncing celebrity names. I want to, I would next, uh, next time there's like the Emmys or the Oscars, we're all going to like put together a GoFundMe to send you with a microphone to the red carpet. (laughs) So you can can say, would be so embarrassed. Olivia Colberg, Olivia Colberg, come here, come here, Olivia Colberg. Yeah, Olivia Colberg. I'm crying, I'm crying, I'm laughing so hard. Here's here's how you do his name, by the way. I have it right here. Hold on. Will this play? Gérard Depardieu. There it goes. Depardieu. Oh, there you go. Gérard Depardieu. Jeez. Depardieu. <laughs> yeah. Depardieu. There you go. Depardieu. That's the guy. He peed on somebody. Or no, he okay. peed all over the plane, wasn't it? He got up and peed? Yeah, he did. He he. They wouldn't let him go to the bathroom, so he got up and peed down the aisle. Yeah. Oh, God. He was super drunk. That's gross. He That's is gross. gross. He is gross. Yeah. 
he was happy to show his butt in that um, man in the iron Three mask. Musketeers. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, man in the iron mask. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Man in the naked butt. Uh, all right. right. Hey, all right. Brian, so number two. First one, Greenland, first one. Greenland, HBO Max. Go watch okay. it. Okay. HBO. All right. Uh, my next one is a mini series, six episodes. And um, you see, the, when you see the title of it, you think it's going to be something else that you probably don't want to watch. And I'm glad we watched it. Um, oh. uh, so there you go. That's all. That's the only hint I'll give you. All right. Here's, here's your clip. I still can't get over the fact that France fell apart in only six weeks. Germans know how to make war. You read the Star Ledger today? About Wheeler and the Republicans recruiting Lindbergh to run? Yeah. He's tapped into something. Maybe not around here, but I'm on the Goyam. Did you read the Roper poll? 39% say Jews are like other people. 53% say we're different and should be, quote, restricted, unquote. That much. 10% say we should be deported. And that, my friend, is a lot of kindling. Lindbergh, if he runs, could be the spark. I don't know what this, this is. This is what you asked if we had seen. It's exactly right. It's, yeah, I asked you guys is in, it like in chat. Destroying America. Oh, it's or... called the plot against America. Mm. And when you see when you're on HBO and you see a a title card for something called the plot against America in 2020, you think it's going to be a documentary. Yeah. And that's kind of why we were like, ah, yeah, I don't. That feels heavy. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, it's not in the mood um, for that sort of thing. But I, I felt the same way. This is so funny you're saying this because I thought that's yeah. what this was. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I bet a lot of people did. It's a it's a great show with a very unfortunate name. Um, this is a 2020 miniseries based on a novel by Philip Roth uh, that came out in 2004. But it's funny how many parallels you could draw to the election of 2020. Um, this is an alternate history uh, story, kind of like Man in the High Castle and um, uh, For All Mankind. This one is the what if. Uh, what if Charles Lindbergh ran for presidency as kind of not just a pilot, aviator hero, but he's also um, kind of a, a racist or, or xenophobe. Um, specifically against Jews, anti-Semitic, uh, with his German background and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and real, um, and instead of this being like a macro view of the of this world change, you actually see this through the eyes of a Jewish family in Newark, New Jersey. And it's 1941. Um, uh, you know, the kids are, there's no TV. They sit, they sit around the radio and listen to the radio and, and the dad works as a blue collar worker and, and, and also helps out. You heard him over there helping out at a theater projectionist booth. Um, oh, I wonder what that was about. They could hear the reels, but I was sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lindbergh was kind of supported Nazism as, as, um, uh, Sun Stark says, kind of supports Nazism, supported Nazism right up until the war. And so Hitler is all over this thing. Um, you don't see him. I mean, you see video footage of him and stuff like that. But he um, he was he was not a good person, even though he was like this this pilot hero that everybody. And who plays him? Adam Driver plays him. No, Adam Driver's not even in this thing. Oh, I don't know what uh, keeps talking, talking about, about Adam Driver. I have there. no idea. Yeah. Um, no, uh, um, it's not somebody you recognize. Mm. Um, uh, and even he's barely in it. 
uh, uh, Lindbergh himself. You see him kind of in the background. Ben Cole plays okay. him. Okay. But uh, people you do recognize, Winona Ryder, she is the sister in this Jewish family. John Turturro is a rabbi that gets involved with um, oh, he's so Winona Ryder, which is a really weird pairing that you just kind of have to see to believe. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I, I'm having a hard time. I'm going to watch yeah, it now. Yeah, John Turturro and Winona Ryder. Yeah. Uh, uh, lovers again together yeah. um uh who else is in this thing david Crumholtz, um uh that guy that we know who's in he was in in uh the santa claus and then he lost a bunch of weight and he was in the deuce um, oh um Right, that you know the guy uh, I'm talking about. Yeah, he was the kid. Uh, he, he was in one of oh, those. Oh, so that is that is David Crumholz. Yes. Okay, okay, yeah, he's yep. he's great and stuff. He's really good, and he's uh, he's the brother of um, uh, of the 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 dad in this thing. But man, you go, you see some amazing, uh, amazing stuff perspective wise through this. The anti-Semitism that that still was an issue in the 30s and 40s, and um, uh, not just fictionalized here. Mm. Uh, and the last episode is some of the best stuff I've seen on television so far this year. Whoa. This came out last high, year. It's high praise. Really, yeah. High praise. It's six episodes. They're about an hour long each. You can get through this uh, in a couple nights and um, God, it's so good. Um, really, really cleverly written. Yeah, everything uh, but the HBO title. Max. Everything but the title. Everything should. but the title. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what I would have renamed it, but not um, the plot against America. Yeah, um, almost anything else would have. It's just an immediate. Even for those who, are, it doesn't matter who you are. You see that title, and you just go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've had enough. I don't want it. Right. Exactly. Especially in, like I said, especially in 2020, you're thinking, oh no, this is not something. This is not what I want to watch. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, Walter Winchell. Um, plays a big part and he's um you know the the news broadcaster kind of the liberal side of things and at one point even runs against uh Lindbergh for the presidency and um uh is this the same plot. Lindbergh the, the Lindbergh baby that whole thing that's the same Lindbergh same same Lindbergh yeah do they do, they do any of that with this like their nope. kid oh interesting so part no, of the I alternate history is no baby got taken or whatever <laughs> I don't know um yeah, I don't know if that took the 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 Lindbergh kidnapping took place before or after huh. any of this. Okay. Um, Rhett Law says, "I feel like Coverville has said best of twelve times this year." Yeah, that's why I prefaced this with some of the best television I've seen this yeah, year. Some of is different than some the. Yeah. And and guess what? I wouldn't say any of best of anything about Greenland. It's just a it's just, it's just a good <laughs> straight time. up disaster yeah, film. It's a good time. But no, this one's uh, the plot against America, uh, HBO miniseries, and um, uh, I think is I, I found it excellent. Nice. It seems like my jam. I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, here's my clip. This is for a TV show that is also on HBO Max. It's an HBO Max original, specifically okay. Max original, and um, is fairly new. I hadn't heard of it. And I still don't know why there's not a lot of talk about it, but it, it has a bunch of really famous people in it, and I was surprised how good it is. We're not even done with it yet, and I'm already going to recommend it. Here it is. I want to make sure you knew about this right away so the community's safe in case the pervert's still on the loose. Well, next time you just call the station. Do you have the main number? I don't remember. What? 
But I trust you, and I don't know who the station will send over. I understand, but I'm a detective sergeant, which means I investigate the burglaries and the overdoses and all the really bad crap that goes on around here. Sounds awful. Maybe you should look into a different line of work. Any guesses? Is that the new um, Kate Winslet thing? It is indeed. Uh, The show is called Mayor of Easttown. Mayor and of it's East not Maror. It's it's a kind of a plan words. Her last or her name is Mayor M A R E, and uh, they call her Mayor of Easttown. Anyway, it's uh, this really small Pennsylvania town, not that small, but small enough uh, in some ways, and then big in other weird ways. But she's a cop there. She's a detective, and it's so good. Gosh, dang it, it's good. The acting is beyond belief. I I don't I didn't even know she was doing this, and as far as I know, she doesn't do a lot of serialized sort of television, episodic television. This may be mm-hmm. the first one, I don't know. Um, and she's always good. But mm-hmm. their accents are perfect. Gene Smart's in this. Uh mm-hmm. Julianne Nicholson's in this. She uh she was in um The Outsider, which I loved. Oh, yeah. Uh, this has that vibe, by the way, although there's no supernatural element to it, like that Stephen King novel. This is this is that. But it's that kind of like um, kind of true detective meets the killing. I don't know what else to compare it to. It's just kind of a, you know, it's a more somber take on a detective sort of story. What I like about it is her character, uh, who is Mayor Sheehan is her name. Uh, she's her life's a mess. But she's just awesome. She just like mm-hmm. barrels through anyway, gets the shit done that has to get done. It's got to solve this murder no matter what it takes and, you know, everything else be damned. Guy Pierce is in this for some reason. <laughs> um, he's fine in it, but he's not in it very long, but it's kind of weird. weird <laughs> I was going to say, what is he doing lately? <laughs> he's just sort of hanging around. Uh, a bunch <laughs> of people you've seen in other stuff like David Denman's in this, uh, plays her ex-husband. He's quite good. Um uh, the, the, I don't know who the girl plays her daughter, but she's excellent. Jean Smart's always good. Yeah, yeah. Um, plays her mother, lives with her. Uh, she's a designing woman, I hear. She is she a very is. designing woman. She's also, <laughs> I swear she's in everything I love. She's in that second mm-hmm. season of Fargo. She was in... She was in Legion and uh, so uh, excellent in Legion. Yeah. And that thing Nicole loved, that I loved, um, uh, the 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 Watchmen TV series. The oh, HBO right. Did. Yeah. Oh, so she was great in that. So... Yeah. Um, so this isn't. Uh, this is one that we have on our list, but we're waiting until the, all, all the episodes are out, which looks like it'll be at the end of May. May thirtieth is when the last episode yeah. goes a up. A couple um, episodes left, I think. Something we're excited like about this one. I'm glad you to should hear start it's... watching it. Like watch one a week or something like that. Are you, or do you, you just sit it. in a chair and watch all of them at the same time? <laughs> we're bingers, man. I think we Brian said, is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're you know we binge we while we're waiting for this one to be able to binge this one, we binge something else. Sure. So. <laughs> I think you're gonna love it it's just yeah. it's got all the stuff you expect out of a really quality well-made drama but she's unbelievably good in this she's so good yeah. in it oh, and i've always cool. liked her like she's great in everything even mm-hmm. when she's being painted by one of your french girls or whatever in titanic <laughs> like all that stuff's fine but she's right. just got there's a certain like kind of raw quality to this performance she's just i don't know i really admire you it. ever see her in the dressmaker no. i recommended it a long long time ago no well, that's good that's the thing i should it's- see it's a great. I loved it. It was. It's. You can find. You can find it on Amazon Prime. She plays a. There it is. Yeah. Someone that comes from from nothing and becomes a dressmaker and comes back to her small town and it was it was a cool story. A small rural mm-hmm. town in Australia. 
I kind of remember you mentioning this. It had one mm-hmm. of the um, well, it's got a lot of Australians in it, but it had uh, but uh, the the good the young the young good looking Hemsworth in there, Liam Hemsworth. Mm. Yeah. She's feisty in it. Yeah. I like one it. of the good Hemsworths. Ooh. <laughs> Hugo Weaving plays a sergeant of some sort. That's oh, cool. I like him too. All right. Well, anyway, uh, available now. Uh, HBO Max, like Brian said, it's got a couple of weeks left before uh, it's all caught up, but it's uh, really, really great. I'll bet we hear about right around any time we'll hear about her because she's killing it. It feels like it's made for that sort of thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's very good. Um, They they made a joke about or did a parody of this on uh, SNL this last weekend. Oh, they did. Elon Musk one. Yeah, it was one of their... I was wondering what that was. The yeah, Pennsylvania... Of, yep, exactly. The, the weird <laughs> oh, accent. Oh, the yeah, accent yeah, thing. Yeah, accent yeah thing, with yeah. what's her... Kate McKinnon doing a weird... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now no, I no, get it's what that was. The water, the water murder. Because I saw the that murder, clip before... Murder murder. Murder I saw that clip before I'd seen much of this, and it doesn't, yep. doesn't make any sense to me sense at all. Now. But now I get it. That's what they're that's what they're playing on. Wow, that's uh, like that's the, a deep uh, cut. Did you like the SNL with Elon Musk? Uh, I no. thought he did fine. He did fine. I don't know. He He's fine. yeah, exactly. I liked the Seen Chad worse. bit, the Chad bit, the Wario bit, and yeah. uh, Dirt or Murder. I thought was was really funny. Was he in that uh, one? Was he in it? Yeah. Okay. I think he was. Uh, yeah. was he in the Dirt the or Murder? Murder? I thought he was. I don't remember. Eh, I only I saw remember. a piece of it. Uh, it was fine. Anyway, it's great. <laughs> See it. HBO Max, which is apparently very popular today. Okay. Nicole, oh, o- yes. over to you. What do you got? Uh, so before I give you my recommendal, yeah. I'm going to say that I started to watch uh, Jupiter's Le- Legacy on Netflix, yeah. which is a show with really bad beards. I don't know what is going on with that show and the beards. Yeah. But I started watching it. I was like, I don't want to watch this. I'd rather finish Invincible. So that's what I did. <laughs> I, I finally finished Invincible and I absolutely loved it. Maybe I'll, I feel like if I go to Jupiter's legacy now, I'm going to just be comparing it to Invincible. It's, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, you don't want to, you got to put space between these I, alternate I feel like I need stories. to put some space yeah, between it. I get you. For sure. uh, but so I really loved Invincible. So just yeah, oh, so keep, good. Keep recommending that. But the I did final watch a documentary. <laughs> yeah, it is. Ooh. So I watched a documentary. It's a very short documentary. I think it's maybe an hour long. Mm-hmm. But you can find it on Tubi, and you can find it on Amazon Prime. I'm going to give you the clip now. All right. It's just the trailer. I am not looking. I'm going to click it, and it's going to open. Here it comes. The original formula Dr. Pepper made with pure cane sugar is closer to the original and a better product. My grandfather was a stickler and he stuck with sugar. He he insisted upon it. We got people driving from all parts of the country to buy up cases of Dr. Pepper. When he died, it was like Santa Claus dying. He was buried with a Dr. Pepper in his hand. People would take it and send it everywhere. My dad used to drive to meet a guy who buy Dublin Dr. Pepper out of his trunk. I guess I had some friends whose dads made drug deals. My dad made Dublin Dr. Pepper deals. Dublin Dr. Pepper is now a collector's item. After So this looks like a Dr. Pepper trailer. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. All right. So this, this it's is a commercial for Dr. Pepper. <laughs> so I do not like Dr. Pepper. I think it tastes like medicine, oh, but Mark man. loves Dr. Pepper. Me too. I it's my jam. My, it's my yeah. soda of choice if I can ever get yeah. it. Really? Same here. Yeah. Yeah. Every single time I get, like when we Mark and I order something and he gets a Dr. Pepper and I'll get something else. Sometimes I get his Dr. Pepper and I'm like, blah. So, but I found it interesting because over the years, because Mark has been vocal about his love of Dr. Pepper, we've actually been sent Dublin Dr. Pepper. Mm. And it's called Dublin Dr. Pepper because they were the only bottling manufacturer that kept with the sugar cane, like actually using sugar versus high fructose corn syrup. So there is a whole like controversy around Dublin Dr. Pepper. Because it's like a Mexican uh, Coca-Cola, right? Where you like you get the original flavor in bottles as opposed to the high fructose corn syrup you yeah. get in America. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening with Dublin Dr. Pepper in 2012, Dr. Pepper Corporate sued them. Mm. And Dublin Dr. Pepper had used this formula for like 120 years. In fact, the corporation actually called it on their website Dublin Dr Pepper. It was a draw. It was mm-hmm. but there was there's they, they go through the whole thing of where their um distribution should have stayed, but because of the internet, because of mail orders, they you know, uh, t- a lot of people in Dallas, a lot of the restaurants won at Dublin Dr. I mean, it was just a huge draw. Yeah. So, Dr Pepper handled the whole thing really poorly. Mm. <laughs> And this kind of documentary kind of gives you an insight into the history. Both, I mean, they they have representatives from corporate Dr Pepper. It's corporate Dr Pepper and Snapple, and it's it's funny because there's one slimy guy who comes on. And he's like, "Look, we're talking about Dr Pepper. I don't care if it's bad or good. We're talking about it, and they're gonna their sales are not going to be affected whatsoever." In the meanwhile, you're getting a kind of a view of a very small town slowly dying. And it's really sad to see. So, Hmm. and it kind of talks about all of that. And I found it pretty, even though I hate Dr. Pepper, (laughs) I found it, (laughs) (laughs) I found it interesting from a, from a small town perspective, you know, and that's kind of where a lot of them look at it. Cause even to, to this day, people are still really upset about what corporate did to this small town mm-hmm. and there's some weird like things that happen at the end where they have this big festival and corporate tries to come in <laughs> and the the company that the bottling company that they basically put out of business they're trying to restart and they actually started their own soda line and at this thing they were like if you bring us one of the corporate Dr. Pepper, because they are trying to re-replicate the, it was, it's in a green can. You can actually find it in the yeah, store. Yeah. If you give us one of those cans, we'll give you one of our sodas for free. Oh, weird. And it, oh, it, wow. pissed, cor- it pissed corporate off good. Yeah, I'll bet it did. <laughs> so you get to see this whole thing happen uh, when, when they were doing all this. So it's, it's free. You can watch it on Tubi. So you can just download Tubi and watch this. Or if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it. It's a really short documentary. Yeah, it looks like I it's found it pretty interesting. Maybe forty-five minutes or something. Real, real yeah, easy, yeah. yeah, easy episode to, to watch. Yeah. All right, totally. I'm into that sort of stuff. I'll I'll, I'll watch uh, that. 
It's no. interesting to see the history of Dr. Pepper. See, just you talking about it makes me want one. I just want one. <laughs> Sorry, There's something to that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, excellent uh, all-around recommendals today, everybody. Uh, yeah. put, them, put them on your list. If you forgot what they are already, don't worry. Worry not. Nicole Spag on Twitter has you covered by posting these things right after the show. We'll put it up on as a retweet as well. So follow that and, and get it. Nicole, anything Ooh. else you'd like to say? Um... No. No? I'm sorry. Gerard no. Depardet. Do it. We will uh, see you and look forward to next Wednesday. Goodbye now. All right. <laughs> Jeopardy. That was amazing. All right. Hey, uh, we're done with the show here. And uh, a couple of quick things uh, we got to do before we leave. Uh, one is a bonus mashup, which we're going to get to in a second. Now, some of you may think that because we have an entire bonus mashup dedicated to one Claire Gack in the chat room, that we're playing favorites. Well, you'd be right because she has a wacky uh, accent and she gets drunk a lot. So yeah, we 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 mm-hmm. do yeah. seem to favor weirdness like that. Uh, there's an entire mashup made by Team Ass Mashups that's got her name all over it. So we're gonna play it. Here it is. Twas the tale before Christmas and all through the house. Not a monkey was stirring. I couldn't find me blouse. I, I don't know how that goes. <laughs> By the way, Claire uh, Gack is yelling at me in the chat room. Coverville Dream Channel. When you wake up, instead of watch something on the iPad. Oh. Brian, we we rehearsed this. Narwhal, narwhal, swimming in the ocean, causing a commotion. For <laughs> sake, Brian, we rehearsed this. What's wrong with me, Grumpy Turtle? Why didn't you use it? What's wrong with it? Paste it. Paste it. Paste it in there. Put it in. Stick it up there. Don't leave till you've finished it. Hey, 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 hey. You'll come in here and watch Attack of the Clones with me or else we're done. Lisa got something in my eye. Hold on. This is the one where he doesn't like sand. It's gritty in his fingers. It gets in everywhere. I've got the high ground, Anakin. Could you help me? I'm playing a game of Animal Crossing on my Switch and I'm trying to click on things. It's really hard to use the joysticks. Do you have any suggestions? Yeah, you need to undock your Switch. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that'll be enough of that mess here coming down to the station with us. Claire Gack says, hey kids, if you have a lady friend and you want to make her happy use a peach for practice what Good night everybody what really? who said that claire gack claire there's not a big open bottle of gin near you right i've now, tried right? that but i bruised the peach by squeezing it so hard i don't know what i'm doing wrong if i fake an irish accent and pretend to be claire gack can i win either way <laughs> oh yeah really before we even make any decisions on it. oh that's amazing you did it you nailed it wow yeah it's a irish person giving birth it sounds like i think is that you carrying your gold away? Is that? Yeah, that's what the Irish do. They carry their gold away. Claire, I think you keep setting the gin bottle on your shift key when you type. Uh, you need to make sure the gin bottle is not resting on the shift key. Yeah. Take it off your shift. Undock your gin. <laughs> uh, uh, so Claire, funny. you've got to stop drinking. I don't know if our relationship's going to work out if you keep drinking yourself under the table every night. The neighbors are complaining about the noise you're carrying on about. Hey, shut up or I won't let you see me boobs. <laughs> They're banging on the walls with their shillelaghs to try and get you to shut up. I don't remember doing most of that. I don't either. But apparently we did. Apparently so. Well done, Claire. Well Listen, done. if all the rest of you were as funny as Claire, we'd have mashups for you too. But Dang, uh, dang straight. Dang straight. Dice Tomato, Lemonade 3000. I mean, come on. Yeah, we gotta... talk about you all the time. Dice Tomato is all about grumpy reviews. Uh, <laughs> who else? Who else has got a thing they do? Uh, 
Uh, Genie hates music that's in that wasn't made in the forties. No, that's not true, Genie. <laughs> Genie, I take that back. I know that's or not movies true. That are, movies that are sad or uh, violent. Actually, Genie uh, and I have a very common taste in some music. We're sort of do. the same yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to say we got to do this now. I like to eat. In our hands yeah. remains the final Japanese treat. Uh, this one's full of Japanese lettering. Yesterday, Brian's translation said that it was uh, crap. It's crap. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yes. So we're going to eat it. And <laughs> Let's eat this crap. Prove it out. Um, I think it's I'm pretty sure it's like. Uh, seaweed and, and uh, tempura. Tempura, yeah. I could be wrong. I think we've had this. Something like it in the past. Oh. Uh, come on. It's got a very pleasing, pleasing uh, scent to yeah. it. Yeah, it doesn't stink. Oh, yeah, this is totally what I think it is. Yeah. There's a, that's one side. Yeah. <laughs> I can't turn my head that way <laughs> to the camera. That's the other side. There you go. So, Swap yeah. Nori on one side, tempura on the other side. They're pretty, uh, they're already kind of greasy. That's all right. Greasy? Are they greasy? Yep. Oh, they're good. Oh, they are good. Ooh. Oh, they're a little sweet, surprisingly. Yeah, they got a weird, like, um, expecting a almost like a citrus, like a citrus Uh on the back end. Well, that's weird. Because I didn't taste it at first, but now it tastes like an orange or something. Yes, an orange. That's totally what I'm, what I'm getting. No, those are weird. I like them though. They're good. I disagree with the translation. I don't think they're crap. I don't think they're crap either, or or that they taste like youth. <laughs> they don't taste like youth at all. They taste more like tastes like a peach. It tastes like a bit <laughs> of a peach. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, well done. Thank you for all of those. Yes. Uh, Tara, we we've eaten them all. We've eaten them all. Wait, what's this? Oh, no, this is just good old-fashioned Lay's. These are terrible. No, <laughs> good old-fashioned Lay's. Yeah, yeah, I think. Everybody needs a good old-fashioned Lay once um, in a while. Yeah. I think that's it, though, right? Maybe. Everything else is just a Kit Kat. Uh, I want to throw and, a quick, uh, uh, a quick thank you out there to Morrow Prime. We haven't done this yet for the big batch of jerky that we got. Um, mm, I know. I'm, I'm being so good with that. I'm pulling a piece out of the freezer every day, just one piece. Same. Yeah, and, and it's um, good. And I did put it in the freezer. That was a good idea. Oh, good, yeah. good, yeah. It'll it'll last. It'll last longer. It'll last longer. Plus, there's something just good about cold jerky. Don't know what it, it is. Kind of is. It, it warms up quickly, but those first few bites of cold jerky, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, oh, so good. And that stuff's a, it's a little tougher. Uh, yeah. We knew it would be, and that's okay. I kind of like it this way. But it's a real uh-huh. test for my uh, dental work. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it really helps to tear it off from the side as opposed to trying to bite it off from the top. I have a couple there's of. No way, there's uh, no way that uh, TMS mashups will use that. <laughs> right. But there's no, there's no, like I have a couple of crowns that are, you know, basically telling me not to do it, but I don't care. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Cool. I think we're done there. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, chat room's asking about my RE8 or my Resident Evil Village stream. Uh, yes, we have a time set. So John and I are going to be streaming that live, <laughs> screaming it live, more like it. Um, that'll be on Mondays at, I believe 4 PM is what we said. Yes. We decided on 4 PM on Mondays for the foreseeable, however long, however many weeks it takes me to get through it. So, um, I think the games maybe 10 hours. So it's probably only going to take us a few weeks, but, uh, but anyway, we're going to do it and it's starting this Monday. So tune in at 4 PM here at frogpants.tv to hear me play resident evil eight. Okay, cool. I think that's it. Hey, uh, quick shout out to everybody who supports us at patreon.com slash TMS. Be like those people. 
and head on over there and check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. Tis the fuel in our tank, which is almost an Irish accent. I, I refuse to do it. <laughs> I kind of was. Uh, frogpants.com slash TMS uh, is our website. If you're trying to find us on Twitter, we're at Morningstream. You can find Brian at Coverville, me at Scott Johnson. If you want to join the newsletter, frogpants.club. And as always, send us your emails. We love your feedback and your conversation and your thoughts. The morning stream at gmail.com. And uh, look for me on DTNS today and other stuff. Brian, you got any shows coming out today? Anything going on? Uh, there's going to be some America's Next Stop podcaster uh, submissions posted today. Um, down to our final three on the free feed. Um, and so you'll hear their interview challenge where they actually had to go and find a subject that the, somebody they wanted to interview, conduct the interview, and then edit it down into a show. It's the most challenging um, uh, task we've given, given them to date this season. So find out how they do. Yeah, that was, a, that was quite the episode. It was. Uh, so check that out. That's it for us. Brian, let's play a song and leave. I'm fine with that. Uh, Guillermo Uruvalcaba Trevino, Trevino mm, sure. uh, wrote in. And uh, I know English isn't his first language, and so I'm very impressed by his email, although it is uh, very uh, bereft of punctuation. Mm. Uh, hi, my favorite gringos, El Pelon y El Guero. Second time writing, first time song requesting. I'm a Mexican beekeeper man from Mexican Baja, California, Mexico. And I'm always <laughs> listening when I beekeep. Never miss film sack, current geek, skim, and of course, the best show, TMS. Oh. I consider myself a medium longtime fan and started knowing of you guys since episode three of Comic Dorks. Missed that show. Mm, well, wanted to request Blind Melon, No Rain, and dedicate it to my older brother, that he has always been there for me. That song is very special for me because he used to make fun of me with that song every time he took me to tap classes. I was the only boy and nine girls, so it kind of fit like in the video. I was a very problematic kid, and my mother tried to wear me down with all kinds of activity, tap being one of them, and my brother had no choice. He had to take me, being the oldest, and always put that song in the drive. <laughs> well, and as you can see, or as imagined from my nickname, I didn't end up being a great tapper. However, I ended up wanting to be a beekeeper and have been for 12 years, and as you can imagine, we're halfway done. We're halfway done here. I did not end it as a great, oh no, uh, my brother has been there for me also. He even left his solid work to be a crazy beekeeper with me when I asked for his help. I always share your program with my bro every time we go moving bees at night. We drive eight hours, and you guys are a podcast we, we like listening to. So, returning to my request, that song is stuck in my head. <laughs> it's funny that in somehow my brother making fun of me with that song would be my calling in life. I love beekeeping, and having my brother with me has made it easy in the lows and highs of our company. Nice. Uh, well, hope my writing doesn't get Scott too mad or frustrated because of my English being very rusty. Hopefully, as soon as the border reopens for tourism, I'll be able to send you guys our honey mustard we make. It has been one of my wishes for Ooh, you guys to try it on the show. That sounds so good. Well, one more thing. I can hear a classic sandwich de pescado <laughs> and bees, bees, millions of bees. Thanks for your work. Frog Pants family makes my day. This song is for you, Brother El Gordo. Is this the one? The tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch. Is that the one? Oh, uh, sandwich de pescado would be a fish sandwich. Oh, fish sandwich. Uh... Hey, two Oregon fish sandwich. There you go. Enjoy. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, you also want to hear bees, bees, oh, millions bees, of bees. Oh, bees, bees, millions of bees. Shit. Hold on. Bees, yeah. bees. I got them. I got all the bees. Here you go. Bees, millions of bees. There you go. Perfect. All right. Very good. Uh, loved your email, Guillermo, and uh, uh, 
not a single period in that whole thing I just read, or <laughs> comma, or exclamation. You did really well, by the way. You really read that well. That was good. <laughs> Thanks. I figured out where the spaces or the ends were. <laughs> Nice. All right, uh, no rain. That song that Blind Melon did about uh, keeping your cheeks dry and the ones on your face anyway. This cover is from the Hurley Live Sessions t- uh, 2009 EP. It's a cover by Meg and Dia. Live version of No Rain. This is a sweet, sweet version. I think we played it years ago on the show, but we're playing it again. Here is No Rain by Meg and Dia. <laughs>
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I have no time for you. Mm, sally forth to the title zone and pick them up. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.